0: welcome to the uk travel planning podcast your host is the founder of the uk travel planning website tracy collins in this podcast tracy shares destination guides travel tips and itinerary ideas as well as interviews with a variety of guests who share their knowledge and experience of uk travel to help you plan your perfect uk vacation Join us as we explore the UK from cosmopolitan cities to quaint villages, from historic castles to beautiful islands and from the picturesque countryside to seaside towns. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the UK Travel Planner podcast. First of all, Doug and I would like to wish you a happy and prosperous New Year 2024. Happy New Year! (laughs) And if this is the year you are planning your UK trip, stay tuned to the podcast and our UK Travel Planning and London Travel Planning websites for lots more exciting travel inspiration and research to help you plan your trip. Following on from last week's episode where we focused on how to plan your UK vacation, this week Doug and I share 12 tips to planning a UK road trip. So if you are considering a UK drive vacation, this is the episode for you. So let's dive or drive right in. Yeah,
1: okay. So if this is your first time driving in the UK on the left-hand side of the road or want a refresher, we recommend Tripiamo. This is designed specifically to prepare North American drivers for the UK roads and it's the most comprehensive guide for Americans driving in the UK.
0: It consists of 360 degree driving tours, expert instructional videos and on-the-go resources to teach you how to drive on the left side of the road the driving rules across the UK, how to identify and follow local road signs and much more. Um, You can hear more about Tripiamo in episode 12 of the UK Travel Planner podcast. There's also a link in this week's show notes for more information. We've had excellent feedback from those who have used the Tripuyama materials to prepare for navigating the UK roads and we highly recommend purchasing their materials. We actually have had feedback too from people who have said that the biggest regret they had was not purchasing the Tripuyama materials. So really we highly recommend that you do consider going through our link and purchasing um, Tripuyama to prepare you for driving in the UK.
1: Yeah, Most definitely. Yeah, people have said that, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you can also check out our articles on the UK uh, Travel Planning website. These include our UK road trip itinerary planner, which has seven detailed itinerary suggestions for you, as well as the podcast episode about our road trips around Cornwall and around Scotland,
0: I'd say yeah, we've done a couple of podcasts yeah. about our road trips, which are really popular. Also, um, we've done, we did the North Coast 500. We've mm. driven around Cornwall. Um, so yeah, those are worth listening to. Obviously, you listen to the podcast. You like podcasts, so it'll be worth listening to those. And obviously, we've got a lot of detailed information on the website. So again, I'll link to those articles in the show notes. Okay. So yeah, should I do the next one? Yeah. <laughs> Different. Okay, so with car hire, it's best to book in advance. Um, and we highly recommend that you avoid planning your itinerary to collect your car on a Sunday or drop off your car on a Sunday unless it's an airport because you might find that at weekends it's actually more difficult to um, be able to mm. book a pick-up or drop-off. Um, it's also more expensive if you pick up and drop-off at different locations, which we found out last year, didn't we?
1: We, we certainly did, yes, in, when we were down in Cornwall. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. so we had to change where we were dropping the car off. We are going to drop it off. In Exeter, but we actually changed that to to Birmingham Airport because we had a change in our itinerary. Last minute change. Last minute change. Yeah, yeah. so that cost us a hundred pound for a different um, drop-off location. So definitely find out uh, about that if if you want to drop off, pick up, and drop off in a different location. Uh, Next, I think is really to ensure you rent the right size of car for your needs. You know,
1: oh, most definitely, yeah, because you don't want to be uh, having driving a small car and it's packed solid because that takes the enjoyment away.
0: Yeah, but also you don't want a car that's actually too big either. So big's not necessarily better because there's a number of reasons for that in the UK. Because petrol is extremely expensive and it's probably going to be a lot more expensive than it is in your home country. Um, And parking spaces are small.
1: That's right. And if you're not used to driving a vehicle that size... You know, yeah. it, it can be tricky. Yeah.
0: Definitely. I mean, we tend to rent an SUV. That's what we drive here in Australia. And it's just something we're comfortable with. So we tend to buy, kind of, would buy, rent, mm. Um, you know, an SUV, don't we? Yeah. We
1: do. We do. We're familiar with it because it's a little bit higher as well, which we like, don't we? Yeah, yeah,
0: definitely. So there's also a comprehensive article on the UK Travel Planner website, uh, which I'll link to in the show notes, which is everything you need to know about renting a car in the UK. Obviously, don't forget relevant <laughs> paperwork, including your driver license yeah. when picking up your car yeah so
1: yeah and the uh, majority of the cars in the uk are manual transmission Uh, so if you require an automatic transmission you must specifically request one um it is a bit more pricey and there is less availability.
0: Yeah, we can't really stress this enough. Yeah. We actually picked up a hire car in Edinburgh last year, and there were a couple who had gone to pick up a hire car, and they had not said they wanted um, an automatic, and there was no no car available. And because they could not drive a manual car, they actually ended up having to call a taxi, and they did, yeah. the left really disappointed. Mm. Um, and it was really really busy in Edinburgh. It was June last year. You know, this is when you really got to think ahead if you really want an automatic if that's what you're used to driving and i'd highly recommend it if you are an automatic driver um a manual is going to be more stressful because even though we're used to driving a manual we have got used to driving an automatic in australia Absolutely. and it was a bit stressful for you last year wasn't it
1: it was because i mean i've uh, been a while since i've driven with the manual again uh, and uh driving from the car hire um uh, garage pickup straight through the middle of Edinburgh was a little bit traumatic and there's one thing I will stress for like, it's not just stressful for the driver it's stressful for everyone else in the car
0: mm, absolutely actually a good thing to do is really if it is to have someone else who's helping navigate so you're not going to yes. be sitting listening to music and you know necessarily mm. enjoying the drive at some parts of it because you will have to help with and with the navigation That's Right. Yes. yes. Um, so point five is to pace yourself on planning your itinerary so the UK might be small in comparison to a number of countries and um, you know where you're from as well Maybe much smaller but there are lots of cars on the road lots of congestion and it may take far longer than you expect to get from a to b you could get stuck in traffic and believe me that's happened to us as well also consider hidden costs when planning your route because there are some toll roads toll bridges and tunnels which may have charges in the uk too so definitely worth considering
1: and also to consider it consider is the road the uk love roadworks
0: oh true that's true they
1: are very very good at roadworks
0: yeah so yeah so you might find it's self stuck. So what I, I'd say really on this as well is that if you're planning your itinerary, don't plan to drive from the south of England up to Edinburgh on a or well, any day really it's going to be a long drive it's going to be longer than you expect but certainly on a public holiday or when the schools have just broken up or something like that expect the roads are going to be really congested places like Cornwall over the summer months mm. you, you don't get anywhere quickly no. at all because it's a lot of narrow roads so you've really got to you cannot think oh on this day I'm going to go from here to here it says it's only three and a half hours when I put it in well, really you are going to plan for longer don't you you,
1: you do and it always takes longer because you're always going to have rest stops yeah and- Yes. Yeah. You know, just tired. Uh, tiredness breaks. True. You know, true. And you know, look at that. Let's stop off there and have a look. Type. Thing.
0: Yeah. Well, you want to be able to do that as yeah, well. And yeah. I would suggest as well that you don't just do back to back days driving because that's a lot.
1: Of, it is, and it lot. catches up with you. It, it, it after a few days, it catches up with you with tiredness and fatigue
0: absolutely and i think uh, don't think driving in the uk will be the same as what you used to at home so road conditions size of the roads, speeds congestion roundabouts motorways single track roads <laughs> high hedgerows blind bends and even livestock in the road may be very different from what you used to
1: most definitely so yeah uh so it's plain and simply put the next one is don't drive in london
0: yeah, 0. 0.7, yeah. don't drive in London. Really not going to, I don't need to say anything more than that. Those people who have, have said, why did we do that? It was crazy. Really, I would not, I've, it's years since I've driven in London and I don't think you could pay me enough to drive mm. in London. And you
1: don't need to, London has good public yeah, transport. You absolutely
0: don't yeah. need to. Yeah, public transport is excellent. Yeah.
1: So the next one is prepare for the famous UK weather and consider the time of the year when you're visiting the weather is changeable and you can get all weathers in one day even in winter freezing cold the sun can shine and the sun is low in the sky and it you know you've got to take that in consideration
0: yeah it definitely can have an impact on your driving Most definitely, um, yeah. so point 9 is to Book accommodation with parking. Um, some accommodation may only have limited spaces or on-street parking, which may have a cost. So we recommend booking accommodation with private parking where possible. We found that accommodation with on-street parking can be an issue, issue later on the day as spaces may be taken. And then you may end up parking some distance from the accommodation and then you've got to walk take your luggage and all the belongings out of the car for quite a distance. Yes. Um so it's really important to do that. And we have got links to lots of articles, accommodation articles and we do put in there accommodation that does have parking, particularly in some of the major cities in the UK, you're gonna struggle. You know, Edinburgh is really difficult for Most parking and places yep. like so you really need to Plan ahead when you're booking your accommodation, and look for that parking space because you don't want to be driving all day, and then you're, you know, you're parked yeah. twenty minutes away from the accommodation because that's not much fun. No,
1: exactly, if the weather's poor as well, it's, it's not yeah, a lot, not yeah, a lot it's of just
0: of not a lot of fun.
1: Okay, so the next one is uh, download the relevant uh, route planning apps. There's quite a few out there, and um, obviously you have got uh, lots of Google Maps, uh, but we also, just in case it fail, we always carry a paper map
0: with. We do. With we always family. have a bit map with us as uh with us and we do use I know your favorite um it's an app, but it's also on a website is the aa route planner yeah
1: i, I do like that one it's a, it's a long established company in the uk the aa and i find it very reliable and you can put in your different times of your day you're planning on traveling and you can avoid toll roads, motorways you can sort of select the it gives you sometimes one or two options the route that you want to choose so you've also got the fastest one and then there might be a more scenic one Uh, Which obviously is going to take a little bit longer. So you choose the the route that you wish to take.
0: Okay, that's great. I know often when we do itinerary consults and people kind of talk to us about potential routes that they're considering taking Mm. through the UK, often we'll share some different maps and different options and kind of talk through those with them. So, you know, give them more scenic routes or if they're looking at getting from, you know, A to B faster, we'll say, well, this is probably your best bet. And we also kind of will recommend. Where to avoid.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and also, when you look at that, you can sort of um, uh, put in some... Stop off locations that you might not previously considered so absolutely it's actually, you know,
0: yeah. yeah yeah, so parking in the u k can be difficult yeah. if not impossible at times in fact, we in Yorkshire last year we struggled in a couple of locations that we actually could not get mm. a parking space mm-hmm. at, mm-hmm. um which is it's so disappointing when you really want to go visit a place and you've got it on your you know your, your itinerary and you get there and you literally cannot find a, a car parking space yeah. Um, so a useful app is Parkopedia, which provides info on parking spaces in UK, in UK cities, including length of time, cost and availability. So that's probably uh, worth downloading. Uh, we do recommend that if you're going to some of UK cities and if they have a park and ride scheme, um, that you avoid driving and completely into the city, and you take advantage of that park and ride scheme. So, I will just explain what one of those is. So, basically, it entails parking out of town uh, in a free car park and then taking a provided bus into the city. So, there, there is a, a, a you have to buy a bus ticket, it's usually not too expensive at all because they're trying to encourage people not to drive into the city. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we've done that quite a few times. We did that in Oxford, didn't we? This year, this year actually, yep. we yep. went to the park and ride, parked the car, and then took the bus into the centre of Oxford. We've done that before in Winchester. We've done it in Durham. Numerous cities across the UK have a park and ride, so just do a search when you plan to see if there's a park and ride. This is if you are only planning to visit you know, during your trip and you've got another destination in mind yep. for the rest of the day, um, but rather than avoid having to try and find somewhere to park, um, and they do... Free parking in the UK, nope, nope, uh, doesn't really happen. <laughs> you say
1: very, very rarely.
0: <laughs> very, very rarely. Yes. So you need to have some cash uh, because some machines will it still only take cash and coins. Um though we did find last year that some require access to an app which could which can cause issues we struggled because we couldn't actually download that and then because i um i couldn't make phone calls from my phone i we weren't able to phone and sort out uh being able to park right. so i guess the key to this is have some cash because we could have paid at that car um parking machine but we didn't have cash the only other way to do it was via an app which we just struggled to download so Often in the Facebook group, I hear people say, no, you don't need any cash whatsoever when you go to the UK. And I would, I always disagree with this. Take some cash with you. Particularly, you know, if you're doing a driving trip, you want to have some cash on on, on you. Um, and some places that you may be going to, for example, if you're going to Phan or Scotland or more remote areas, you may not be able to use your card to pay uh, because the card machine might be down. Mm. And then so you need to have access to some cash. Uh, yeah.
1: Most definitely so. And there is um, uh, parking apps, but sometimes the local council are run, so they're different throughout the country.
0: Yeah, there's not one app that we could say yeah. just download this app and that, that would get you sorted. It just, unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. Um, so tip number 12.
1: Is don't leave things in your car, in view in your car. It, it put your valuables hidden away, stored away. And some of the high cars we found ourselves don't always include a parcel shelf uh, to hide things from view. And so I've been asked and never once have I been refused. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm unclear as to exactly why they take them out, but it asks for one to be put, put back in.
0: Yeah, but yeah. absolutely do not leave valuables in your car, really. No. Genuinely don't. If you know, t- Check in your accommodation. Put your suitcases in your accommodation. Um, if you're stopping off, take the valuables out of your car. No, definitely. Because there's nothing worse than you're on holiday, you come back, and somebody's broken in your car and nicked all your stuff. Horrible, you know, just not a nice feeling. So, just remove that temptation for somebody walking past your car by just taking your valuables out. It's just a yeah. really important point to think. Yeah. Um, so, really, in conclusion, the the UK is a great country for a road trip, isn't it? Oh,
1: certainly is. Yeah, yeah, most certainly.
0: I mean, there's possibilities you can to satisfy all interests from coast to coast. Because so we're sure that these tips will help you plan your ideal drive and holiday. There's certainly loads of inspiration on the website about what you can include in your road trip
1: and if a uk rail adventure is something you are considering or you maybe want to combine a road and rail trip don't miss next week's episode where we share our tips for planning a train trip itinerary (laughs)
0: That's right. So that's that's a very exciting episode, especially for somebody who loves train travel as much as Doug does. I certainly do. <laughs> so you'll find links to relevant articles and the excellent Tripiama resource in this week's show notes at UKtravelplanet.com forward slash episode 79. Just remember, take your time, stay safe and have fun. For lots more exciting travel inspiration and resources to help you plan your trip. And if your plans involve travel further afield, don't forget to tune into our global travel planning podcast for practical tips and info to help you make the most of your worldwide travels. So from both myself and Doug, until next week,
1: happy happy UK UK travel planning. planning!
0: Thank you.